Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode number two of the Live Your Life podcast, where we discuss songs, their meanings, and just some inspirational stuff about life. So today's episode, we're going to be talking about the song The Adventure by Angels and Airwaves. Um, So this song was off of their first album, We Don't Need to Whisper, in 2006. And this song is really about uh, just the adventure of life. Uh, When Tom DeLonge talks about it, he had a friend who was going through a divorce, and uh, Tom said that uh, he was uh, up all night feeling bad about it. Tom was Tom was feeling bad about his, his friend's uh, relationship. Um, and really, this is a song that kind of, I, I think, encompasses what Angels and Airwaves was trying to do at the time, what Tom DeLonge was really trying to evoke as a musician. I mean, after years of being with Blink-182, uh, before they broke up for the first time, um, really, I think in a way, owning that that punk rock, that that radioish punk rock uh, that that we all know and love, um, but really getting out and experimenting more off of um, kind of the the effects that they were bringing in into their untitled album uh, in two thousand and three. And this is a song that I, I think just sounds huge and I think uh, was really the the beginning of what he wanted to to bring to the table. It didn't sound like other songs at the time, to my knowledge. I mean, of course, there's more experimental rock out there, um, but really not with his, his signature Blink-182 voice smashing that into uh, kind of this new age sounding rock and a lot of the lyrics every time I listen to it or, or I'll play it on guitar, they, they look different to me um, or I almost interpret them differently um, after each time. And this is a song that's really about relationships in life, um, the ups and downs, but really that, there will be someone there for you or another force there for you to balance out and to, to make things whole again. Um, and I, I think if you look at where the song starts, so I want to have the same last dream again, the one where I wake up and I'm alive, just as the four walls close me within, my eyes are woken up with pure sunlight. Just that in itself is taking the act of waking up in the morning, putting it in such a poetic way, to where you really look differently at how you may just look at routine things that you that you may take for granted every day, um, and even even reading the lyrics, it, it's kind of deep in terms of it, it's almost like just reading a poem and trying to really understand it deeper. Um, and the way that that starts, I think it's interesting because there's a lot of different uh, scientists and a lot of different people who will describe our. Uh, like waking consciousness that we consider to be our everyday not dream life as a dream of some higher being that we are, um, of some higher being that we are just some uh, infinite soul having a human experience here on earth for a brief point in time. Um, and of course with Tom DeLong being into extraterrestrials um, and a lot of different space exploration, it really interests me to see what kind of lyrics he he writes. Um, I am a huge Blink-182 fan still, um, but my favorite songs by them were kind of the out-there lyrics that 
he wrote. So uh, the song Not Now, for example, um, really getting into uh, kind of being on your deathbed um, and not wanting to go, but knowing that, that it would be okay. So it's really uh, kind of like deeper lyrics that aren't just all the small things, um, even though, of course, that song ha- has deeper meanings to it also, and we may go over that in a, in a future episode. Um, but really, the essence of life is kind of what this song is. Um, and no matter which way you look at it, there's even aspects of it where I think you could look at it as a, a relationship with your human body. Um, I remember singing this one time and thinking that the part that goes, I cannot live, I can't breathe unless you do this with me, is almost like if you think about somebody's heart saying to that person's consciousness, I can't live, I can't breathe unless you do this with me. Um, And I think a lot of, I guess the best example of that is people saying, follow your heart into the life that you're meant to live and trust, um, and that your heart will eventually ache if you're not following these uh, those intuitions and things like that. Um, and I think every time I listen to this song, it's really, as I said before, grows and, and kind of evolves. Um, I also like the idea uh, in, the, in the lyrics where it goes... I felt this thing I can't replace where everyone was working for this goal where all the children left without a trace only to come back as pure as gold to recite this all. Um, and then, of course, it gets back into the into the chorus. But I think there's an idea there where we live in a society of goal setting and of achievements and um, striving. And in that, it takes us in a way out of the present moment of being able to enjoy and live um, our best lives. And I think an aspect of that that's interesting is looking into ideas like Taoism. And uh, I listened to a a Wayne Dyer excerpt yesterday. If you haven't heard of Wayne Dyer, check him out. Uh, He passed away some years now. Um, But I think he was a theologian and got into Taoism towards the maybe last like 25% of his life. Um, I forget exactly what it is. Um, But here's something that I wrote down yesterday while while listening to this video, and I think it's really uh, profound. So Wayne Dyer's take on, on President Lincoln. So Lincoln never had policies. He said every day he just tried to do what made the most sense at the time. Um, Wayne Dyer himself, uh, at this point where this video was, didn't set goals, and he believed that all the goals and achievements work themselves out when you're living in the present moment. So be present. Your life will work out. Um, and here's a quote from Wayne Dyer. Nowness is that purest form of sanity. Living in this moment and enjoying it and all the rest of it will sort of work its way out. And I think that's just incredible because uh, in this striving society that we live, we are living for tomorrow. Uh, we're living not in the, in the present. And in that essence, having the stress, having the anxiety, 
we're looking back to the past and having depression and not um, fully being in the moment and in our true power um, as individuals. And, and although we are all one in a sense and connected, um, I'm, I'm listening to a Neil Donald Walsh book right now uh, called The Essential Path. He says that although we're all one, it's not to say that we aren't individuals. Um, so I believe that uh, all of the gifts that you have are yours for a reason to live in the moment, bring those gifts forward. Um, and people gravitate naturally to authenticity. And if you look at the most authentic people, um, and really the, the ones that make a profound impact, they are focused on the present moment, whether it be an athlete, whether it be a musician, an artist, um, in their craft, they are in the present moment. And I think that in that is the golden key to, to really taking people off of pedestals and realizing our true power. Um, because we're all here we're all, we are all special. If you look at the odds of you even being born, um, it's very low. It's not just logic that's at play here in the universe. It's really much more than that. There's, there's a lot of magic going on, um, in terms of, uh, intuition and in terms of the, really the quantum field and in terms of how your thoughts create your reality. Um, there's, so much to life that we miss when we're not living in the present moment and when we're judging or when we're worrying about the future. Um, and uh, to quote Jim Carrey in one of his, uh, I'm sure he, he's given a number, I'm not 100% sure, um, of commencement speeches, but at Maharishi University, um, which is obviously a very different university than than most, um, based around, I think, transcendental meditation. I know Maharishi, I think he was a monk, I believe. Um, but in that most people act out of practicality or fear, act out of fear defined as practicality. That's... Um, I'm butchering the uh, the quote a bit, um, but really from the perspective of if you look at what is practical, it's all based on past. It's all based on looking at yourself from limitation. Um, it's all based on looking at yourself as less than. Um, and if you look at like the four-minute mile, for example, from Roger Bannister. Nobody thought it was possible, and all the doctors said, oh, a man will die if he were to run that fast. And then one guy does it, and many, many, many more do. And everything that we view as a limitation is all made up in our minds um, to a degree. Of course, there's there's limitations of physics, Um but of course, to our physics, there's many things that uh, have been discovered, like UFOs and things that that aren't um, the the regular everyday physics that we come across, <laughs> um, or maybe they are, and it's just 
a different expression of them. Um, but really looking at things from a limitless perspective and realizing the, the power you have uh, and with the, that present moment kind of reflection and living in the present or, say, pondering it uh, either conversationally or, I guess, conversationally in your, in your mind or to whatever higher power you may believe in or if you, you don't believe in a higher power but believe in, in yourself or just the oneness of everything, um, really looking at what is possible. I think just a, maybe a hundred years ago, we thought there weren't other galaxies, and now we say there's hundreds of millions. Um, and really look, opening up the the lid on the jar of possibility. Everything that you could ever imagine is possible. Anything that was conceived uh, in, in our physical world was an idea by somebody, and whether that that person takes the credit for it or if they believe that kind of it was delivered to them from a, a higher power or a different um, kind of realm <laughs> than our everyday. Um, but in that, that willingness to be in the present and to be open to the possibility, that's where the best things come forth and that's where um, your best life comes forth. It's that willingness to be open to the present moment. And... To, to kind of circle back with the adventure. Life is a balance. It's kind of, it's the yin and the yang. It's really, I'm a, I'm a firm believer that if you go too far in one direction, you will be snapped back in the other eventually. In that creation of the light, then that same equal darkness is created to a degree. Um, and not that the, the the light is good in this case or the dark is bad, but just kind of in that in that contrast. So, a great example is when I do these podcasts and I am in in extreme present moment, and then maybe after I, I look back and I go, oh, was that was that okay? Or when I record music and look back and go, oh, well, should I have done this differently or that differently? Um, the e- that equal amount of contrast is created through. Um, the pursuit of the other. Um, so I think the present moment is really the only place where you can be whole in a sense or really be fulfilled is in that, that present tense. Um, because if you look at the past or you look at the future, it's all occurring in this present moment in your mind. It's not actually occurring in the past or actually occurring in the present. And I think it was Albert Einstein uh, that proved that, that really time as we see it is just an illusion. It's just a way to interpret really the present moment. Um, And once you look beyond those constructs and then you kind of scale that back down to your everyday um, physical existence or uh, kind of or even your higher self, your more spiritual self, um, you realize the connectedness of everything. Um, and even from a, from a religious sense at the top of, of the religions, it's really about the connectedness with God or whatever, whatever creator, uh, or name that somebody may give that. Um, and, 
in that, you realize that you are the creator. And it's not to say that there's not a higher power at, um, at play, but that even if you look at the most, I guess, I guess I want to use the word conservative of religions or, or even like God fearing of religions. It's really still like, okay, you were created in the image of the creator. Okay. So then you look at that and you realize the connectedness either way. So if the creator is creating through you, if you're an expression of that creation, then you are the creator. You are able to create your reality um, through your thoughts, through your actions. Um, and I think that's that's really been proven. There's a lot of um, science that has proved that where mentally... Uh, I was just listening to a, a... Well, I was watching a YouTube video yesterday with Aaron Dowdy and Drew Canoli on it about manifestation. Uh, and Drew Canoli talked about um, almost as a... Like a visioning journal. I forget the exact name that he used for it. Um, but he would write out the following day's meetings, what everybody would say, how he wanted it to go, and he said that he would go in and those exact things would happen. And I'm sure to to many people that seems absolutely impossible um, and no way that could happen. But when you look at uh, quantum physics, uh, and I'm not, I don't understand quantum physics very much, um, but the idea that you're creating your reality, you're reacting with this field around us that we can't perceive through our five senses um, to create the reality that we want. So uh, a perfect example is if you're thinking positive thoughts, you get positive results. If you think in negative thoughts, you get negative results. Um, and I think that was a, an Earl Nightingale concept uh, from The Strangest Secret. Um, and that's an incredible recording that I highly recommend uh, if, if, you, if you enjoy that self-help space. Um, but even in that, it talks about the success is the person that is doing what he or she wants to be doing um, and taking away the goal concept and honing in on the present tense concept. Um, and... Uh, that's really just the power of your human life. And I think the most profound moments that you have as a human being are those ones where uh, a family member passes uh, that's close to you or you have a near-death experience or something that really puts you in awe, saying, say, like seeing the Grand Canyon or whatever it may be. And in those moments, you realize what truly matters um, what is the most valuable currency, which is, is time because you can't buy more of it. Um, but it's in that, that richness of the present moment where you can fully appreciate, um, and be in your everyday awe. And if you look around you, uh, look at the trees, for example, 
some of the trees that are wherever you are might be around the world. Um, maybe not exactly, but to us, they may look very similar. Or I, I was uh, walking my dog yesterday and looked at a pine tree and realized, oh, that looks just like a tree when I was at the Grand Canyon, right around there. And seeing the connectedness of nature and realizing where you are if you take it in uh, from a perspective of, of the present is beautiful. And it's in that adventure. It's in the adventure of, of life. Um, and you can really only soak that in when you're in the present. Um, and whether the, the present to you may mean listening to music, playing sports, meditating, uh, which I'm a, I'm a huge fan of. Um, but in that appreciation, so much good comes into your life um, through that living in the present moment, not worrying, living your full self. Um, and everybody has the power to do that. Whether it be a simple one would be even journaling. So say that your mind is racing and journaling. And I was doing some affirmations yesterday um, and writing them down as I'm doing them and realizing I can talk much quicker than I can write. However, when you write, it snaps you. Um, I don't. I I guess in a way, to me, it was more present moment, or at least realizing constraint and appreciating writing more. It was. <laughs> I don't exactly know how to how to word it, um, but it was a a Jake Ducey quote, uh, and he's on YouTube. He has a lot of followers. Very like spiritual teacher on there. Um, but the affirmations were. Large sums of money come to me now. I love money. It comes to me when I call. This is so exciting. Um, and uh, I think a beautiful way to, to look at money, if you feel the opposite or you feel the love of money is the root of all evil or whatever it may be, is looking at what money could provide in your life. So think experience, think objects that mean things to you. Um, but from a, a lighthearted uh, aspect, because I know in my life, the times that I've that I've felt there's not enough money or I need more money, it's not in line with money coming to you and you uh, adding value for people. Because if you're not in the present moment, you're not going to add the most value because you're not going to be fully there, fully in the moment with your emotion, with your uh, with your strengths, with your full essence of life. Um, and I think life really is that simple. I think life is meant to be enjoyed. And I think that people either realize it when it's too late or they realize it early on in their life and they're able to, to mold the life that they desire. Um, and that comes from the the realization that you're the creator of your reality. You're not a, of course, outside circumstance uh, affects um, and has Im an impact. But from the root, you are the observer. So if you control the observer, then what you're observing is different. And that's a, that's a quantum physics aspect. Um, if you're thinking positive thoughts and you see something happen, 
you might have a positive meaning to it. If you're thinking negative thoughts and you see something happen, you might have a negative meaning to it. You might be jealous, or if, so if you, say your neighbor gets a new car, you might be jealous if you're having negative thoughts. Say you're having positive thoughts and you're happy for them, <laughs> and realizing that you're the creator of those feelings, you're the creator of those thoughts, you're the creator of your life. Um, and in every moment, realizing it's a new moment. In every moment, realizing. If you scale that down it's or scale it up, it's a new day. Every moment you have the ability to decide. You have the ability to decide the the next moment of your life and what it will hold um, and what thoughts you will have and what you will do. And the, the chorus of the song, Hey-o, here I am. And here we go, life's waiting to begin. Every moment, life is waiting to begin. Life is waiting for you to be in the present, to be there, to show up, um, to, to step into your greatness, to follow your heart, to do the, the project that you, you wanted to start but you haven't, to be the person you want to be but you think you can't, because XYZ limitations or to go run the marathon, but you haven't run one before, whatever that may be in your life, to, to pick up a guitar and learn how to play. Your life is your life. And it's the only iteration of this one that you get as the person that you are. Um, and you can always change. You can always change your personality. And in every moment, it's new. And... That is the power that you have to live the life that you want. And moments turn to, to minutes. Minutes turn to, to hours. Hours turn to days. And when you take control of that, that's you have the power over your thoughts. And, and then you let go of the outcome because you will end up where you need to be in order to be your most fulfilled self because you will have been living in the moment and you will have been doing what you're truly meant to do. Um, and I think that's life in a nutshell. It's, it's really just a stacking of, of moments, um, of, of connectedness, of, of love, which is really the the essence, and many people believe what you are a human to to understand. If if you believe you're an extraterrestrial, just having a human experience, uh, but to to experience love, to understand that that is the greatest power there, and to understand that love creates um, worlds and. Um, And I, I really believe that you can only truly feel emotions in the present moment fully. And that love is therefore just a a, a present moment type of thing. Um, if you're if you're in a relationship and thinking about past tense, then and someone says, Well, what do you love about this person? And you can't think of specific things. You're not living in the present. You're thinking past tense. Or if 
you're worrying about something in the future. Your mind goes, oh, I can't be bothered with that or whatever, whatever it is. Um, but to always remember that life is an adventure. Life is just moments. Life is about you living your true self, loving your true self, loving others, um, and and creating what you what you came here to create, which is yourself, and following your heart. Um, and that adventure is is always beautiful. Looking back, always. You are where you are right now because of everything that has taken place in your life in the past. And you have the perceptions you have because of everything that has taken place in the past. But right here, you're alive. You're here. And you have the ability to be in the moment. So that wraps up episode number two of the Live Your Life podcast. Thank you, everybody. Uh, I will talk to you soon. Bye-bye for now.